0: Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store, count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a balsamic fig chicken. Uh, Seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get... $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, I have with me Ken from Ken Fluence Podcast. This is an episode of Podcast Collide, and you guys know me. I'm very amateurish when it comes to things. We don't do all those bells and whistles and stuff like that. That's not how I got the audience here. That's not how um, all y'all came in to to be part of the Legion and um, do what it does. Now, Ken, please tell everybody about yourself, tell them where you're from, and um, let them know about your podcast, and let them know about this fitness thing you got going on. All right, what's
1: popping, Ken, folks? It's Ken with you, with uh, Ken Flores, uh, the podcast. So, uh, originally from with North Carolina, uh, lived in Dayton, Ohio, for a good amount of time. Now, I'm out in Los Angeles, California, enjoying the sunny weather, the palm trees, and everything else that California has off. Enjoying it all, I can't enjoy it enough. Um, so right now with my podcast, I got a lot of different things going on. I have fitness segments. I have, uh, the, your traditional podcast. i standalone podcast,
0: um,
1: podcast, on podcaster, if you will I, I don't <laughs> mean, terminology, just make it up on the fly. Um, we got some new nomenclature now, but, okay. um, but yeah, so I do a standalone. Um, I'm just now starting to incorporate guests onto my show and I'm starting to interview folks myself. So the first episode that I'll do that will be, uh, recorded this Friday, Um, but yeah, also big on fitness, so I'm in the Air Force slash Space Force, so we can get into that, too, if y'all want to, but uh, with that, I work out a lot, I wake up in the morning, do PT, and afterwards, I you know, born and raised with an Army uncle, so, you know, there's PT, and then there's PT after the PT, so I got a workout program that I do, Uh, I'm a marathon runner, and I like to uh, incorporate that into as many things that I do. So I recently had a, a challenge at work that we had to do 14-day, uh, uh, basically just who could run the most miles. And I ended up doing, I think it was like 130-something, 14 days. So average oh, about snap. Miles.
0: Yeah. So
1: fun stuff there.
0: Man, all I'm trying to do is do that little cross-country in a week, 3.1 miles, if I can get that in there. <laughs> I can't, I can't run with you then. I'm gonna have to get you out here in the mountains and do something with that. Uh, you do one, you do a mile up into the mountains and then you do a mile back down out the mountain. And we'll, we'll see. Have you done any extreme running just off topic?
1: Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So I've done like some, some ultra runs. Um, done two of those. Uh, the first one I did was, I think it was like, I don't know, if technica, technically, technically, it was like 35 mile trail. And then the other one I did was like, I think right around 40. Ooh. So, Bro, I know cats who are doing, like, 60, 70, and stuff like that. So, like, that's cool. It's a little over a marathon. But, uh, yeah, man, I'll wake up and I'll do a half marathon for fun. You know, I, I got into running. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I, I did track in, I didn't track in high school, but I was always a sprinter. Uh, did hurdles. Didn't really care for running like that. It was just off-season from basketball and football. Um, so, you know, who cares about a track like that? But it wasn't until like college and like I was in ROTC and I was like leading runs when I was like, oh, I got to be the best runner out here, i leading run. Like, you know the the cadences that you got. Oh yes, up. yes, yes. You know you gotta you gotta holler out and and run. You gotta you gotta sing songs and then also keep <laughs> other people together. It's a lot, man. So it really pushed me to uh, be my best when it came to running and. Um, I think it was, like, my freshman, sophomore year, I dated a chick who was, like, an ex-cross-country star, or whatever oh. her, right? So, yeah, so she, before it was like, pow, just run the fast as hard as you can. You make it work. And she was like, you run really stupid. And I was like, yo, what? <laughs> and she was like, you run stupid. very inefficient. And, you know, there's a way to balance out your stride and to uh, minimize your emotions and maximize the basically your calories and your energy to better propel you. And I was like, okay. Didn't listen to that for like a few months, hurt myself. And she was like, told you, I was like, all right, man, I actually took that advice. And ever since running after I fixed my form, it's been pretty uh, smooth sailing for me.
0: And and this, this ex-girlfriend, do you ever send her like a a card in the mail or a gift card from Buffalo Wild Wings or something for this advice?
1: You know, I don't, but, uh, I I probably should. I probably should just, Quick
0: little thank you or something. I appreciate you. Yeah, because I mean she 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 gave you some knowledge and you ran with it, literally. All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I ran with it.
0: I ran with it. I ran off with it. All right. So now being out of North Carolina, you um told a story to the audience real fast. You know, you've been East Coast and Dayton, we'll just count it as Midwest because you can get to Michigan pretty fast and you can get anywhere. And now you're on the west coast. So you've been on all the coasts that matter. We ain't gonna talk about the north and south, we're talking about the, the the middle of the fifth coast, which is the Midwest. Um what is yeah. your favorite what is your favorite uh coast and out of the three oh, coasts which one which is the hardest coast to live on
1: Oh oh man that's that's actually a very tough question but um hey man he's east carolina pirate. yeah i'm greenville all day greenville all day greenville north carolina stand up you know uh, hit 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 the fall for her. but um yeah man it, it's got to be the the East Coast, which is my favorite coast, it's just a way chiller vibe, way less pretentious. Uh, I feel like folks are just, in general, more uh, genuinely concerned about you and want to know about like your day. People are more actively asking questions and want to be involved with like just, I don't know, just checking on you versus being on the West Coast where it's a lot of cool stuff, but I think things get very materialistic really quickly. Um, everybody kind of gets into the keeping up with the Joneses matches. Um, everybody's very like in their own bubble. If you're on a beach, you can be like two feet away from somebody. They don't want to speak to you. they don't want to wave, they don't want to smile, no eye contact just it can be weird sometimes. So when it comes to those types of things and just like the southernness in me, the southern hospitality has to come out so.
0: All yeah. right, so, so let's do this real quick because my big audience, I'm in West Virginia, but Ohio showed me love. It don't matter where I go out there. You let's was go. out you was out in Dayton. And just to keep everything PC and we're not going to disrespect any territories, but you was out in Dayton. You know where Pickawai is. You know where them different places like that are. We discussed something earlier on about Dayton. <laughs> and, and, and my thing here is like Dayton, that's a spot. Dayton... Yeah. It goes like this for Ohio and no offense anywhere else. It goes Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, Toledo. Outside of them places, anywhere you are, I don't care. Um, so you, you ran that little gauntlet from, from, from them areas to Cincinnati. What was it like living in Ohio?
1: You know, um, well, So I was stationed at wright Pat, So I'm going to talk from the purview of Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. I'm just going to describe it. And it was uh, very overcast all the time. All the time. Man, y'all, let's talk about that. Um, I'm a road tripper. So I drive everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like my car uh, has, I think, 230,000 miles on it. I'm going to give you something new. So, but well, I tell you, when you drive over um, from Dayton, Ohio, and you drive across Ohio to Kentucky,
0: it clears up. Yeah, like, yeah that, like, like, like Newport over to, like, Louisville or Lexington down through them, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, sir. Yes,
1: and, and it's just, like, you look up, and uh, when I was with, uh, I guess, my extent time, uh, I looked at it, and I was like, do you realize Ohio does this to itself? It does. The overcast is self-inflicted. I looked up and like you see, like the factories just poofing, you know, steam and smoke whatever into the air. Yes. The huge clouds that it like makes, and you're just like, "Yo, that's that's the overcast." Wow, it, it blew my mind, uh, especially being a science dude too. I was like, I knew there was the reason why Ohio was the way it was, but uh, there were pros. To Ohio, usually it being
0: its proximity to other things. Right, and that's the thing. And and I tell people, that's the same thing that ties me in with West Virginia because I'm in close proximity. But when I was in Dayton, the only thing that was attractive to me about Dayton was, man, I could get to Indianapolis really fast. Oh,
1: so
0: fast. So fast. I mean, I wasn't going to Fort Wayne or nowhere like that. And no offense to Michigan, but I had no business in Detroit or nowhere. Well, Detroit's all you're going to get that close, or Ann Arbor. But, you know, sports-wise, you could get somewhere and watch a basketball game if you wanted to. And in Indianapolis,
1: let's talk about it. Very slept on. Very slept on. Um, I, I took it afternoon, I think it was like a Saturday or something. And again, bored, didn't know what to do, road tripping. And I think Indianapolis is exactly two hours. Yeah, two hours say,
0: away, exactly.
1: Two hours from Dayton on the dot and drove down and just happened upon, I think it was like their state fair was going on. <laughs> buddies were in the car. And we were like, Yo, you trying to get some food at the state fair? We was like, for sure. We we showed up, man. We got some hot dogs, um, and we we turned up at, at the Indianapolis State Fair. Um, we caught a couple. Um, and this was like weeks or months later. We caught a couple of minor league baseball games out there. Yeah. Or, or whatever it is. It's a cool place.
0: Yeah, I I had a little experience out there. We went to a Pacers game during this whole COVID thing. I mean, you know them tickets? Listen, them tickets was like $15. With the extra little grip, it was $23. Even though they was nosebleed. I'm at an NBA game for less than what I pay for uh, NBA 2K. So I'm like, okay, you – and I mean, you, you get what I'm saying, something here, and, you know, I, I'm at the thing, and then, you know, me and my homie, we walked around and stuff, and I was like, Indianapolis, low-key, got a little artwork, blah, 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 I don't care about none of that, but it was just like, it's like they got a little epicenter here, I, I might have to come back, you know, and obviously over the years, I've, that's one of my hubs, too, and that's one of my mm-hmm. listening bases out of Indiana there, and Columbus, uh, Indiana, and other stuff like that, but one place inside Ohio that really gives me, and I don't know if you made a trip out there, is Columbus, Ohio,
1: Columbus. Columbus is, so I have a, or I have the card, literally, if I have my wallet on me right now, I have a Columbus uh Zoo pass, man, that's the only <laughs> thing I'm popping in Columbus, bro. We would show up there every weekend with our own beer and get plastered. and me being a biologist, I'm just a drunkenly telling you about every animal in there,
0: why I eat what I eat, where it came from. You, you, know, could have, you could you have been, been chilling smoking. with Jack Hanna.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, you I'll tell you... About, like, smoking,
1: like, standing there, I'm like, oh, my God, this is kind
0: of interesting. It's kind of interesting. You listening there? So, yeah, man. It was lit. And, and I tell you, like, now, for me, Columbus is two hours away, so it's a trip that I make. I don't, you know, in travel, I don't have set... Two hours to me is not it's 30 minutes to most is, I mean, it's 30 minutes to me. So I go to mm-hmm. frequent there. They opened this thing up about a summer ago called um, Zimbazi Bay, or they opened it back up to the little water park and you can yes. drink it. You listen, you can drink oh, it. All time. Yeah, but you can, the adult section they opened up now you can drink. So I'll get on the lazy whip river, do whatever I'm going to do, ride the little, cause the, what is it? They got like one inflatable ride. The one that goes up yeah, in the yeah, funnel yeah. and goes down. So after that, you know, yeah, Yeah, so I know you got the
1: souvenir cups, right? Yes, different color bottles. Yeah, get your own cooler beer and just pour it in there. You don't have to buy any beer, bro. Just take the cup, just pour your own beer in there. Oh, and that's that's all we did,
0: bro. That's my life hack there, so I'll do that. So, you know, we out here and it's still COVID 19 running around and stuff, and um. They had this little title, the little wave pool, right? They got a screen in the back. So they right. they 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 doing movies and stuff and things like that, like I do with the projector stuff. And uh, everybody's having a good time. Um, me and the co-host, me and her was out there and we had this lady with us, like she was like 90 pounds, right? And between me, me and uh co-host, we it's a little weight between us. So if you ride with us on something and you skinny, you're gonna flop off that thing. So this 80, 90-pound lady, she and mind you, she's old. She's like 60 pounds or whatever, right? She goes up in that, the top part of that funnel because it's like yellow, blue. I don't remember the colors, but with that weight, it shifted up way too high. So she almost yeah, falls out that thing. She Listen, she almost falls out that thing and almost dies. I'm grabbing her like, you know, I'm saving her life on some Lifetime movie type stuff. And it comes back down. And, and with all that weight, we go so fast down that funnel. And she's mm. shocked And She she would have said she a frail lady. She get off the thing. and next thing you know, she's like just... She's just spinning and stuff. She goes there and gets one of them long tubes and just puts it down. She gets on a lazy river, she don't ride nothing else with us, bro. So that was my experience out there in Columbus. Now, uh frequenting the malls and different stuff. They got they got a different layout like that. I always tell everybody if you get a chance in life, you need to always visit uh Columbus and Charlotte, North Carolina. So you so you get that kind of feel of shopping and seeing what you really want to do. Everybody can say stuff about New York, New York, and other places, but I, I'm not doing it. I'm talking about just a normal person, not fly by night going to new york doing whatever but columbus and charlotte those two hemispheres Mm -hmm. there now on the west coast man it's a whole different story out there now mind you me coming out to the west coast is for work and then the other time was when i filmed uh, judge judy and Mm. so you know i'm in los angeles and and i got time to go see everything los angeles was very fast paced for me it's a nice lifestyle but to me where i'm a economist living in west virginia i'm the north south i'm the south north and Mm -hmm. Um, economic wise our standard of living is kind of low so you can make money like I do everywhere else and live here comfortably. but in Los Angeles I was seeing people that was working at good jobs living in tent cities living inside a Lexus or living in a camper but making good money honestly with with normal professional jobs in tents it's crazy man
1: I make a decent amount and I think like if I if I move back to North Carolina right now, we fall. We have a break time. Los Angeles, we, we're, we're we're just getting into regular. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and regular here is very tough to gauge. It's very tough to see like who is the actual middle class because I don't know if y'all know this, but like I know you see uh, influencers and you know whoever else on Instagram, right? They have mm-hmm. stacks of money. Bro, did you know that you could buy stacks of money, for $15 on Amazon, it looks real as hell? Yeah. With the lines in it. I didn't know that. I didn't know people were on Instagram and all on the street putting up piles of fake money that looks legitimate to their face. I was like, bro, this looks so real.
0: Yes, yeah, so that real. perception out there.
1: And everything is so smoky and mirrors and like slide a hand out here like that. Me and my buddy, like, uh, we went through like all fifty states, and we like gave a one liner to every state. And I wish that like we could go back and be like, "Yo, California is slide of hand, either slide of hand or smoking mirrors," because like everybody's capital, so it's tough to know what's more.
0: Right, and and, and so like me being a person I am, I'm like, man, I live in a poor state, you know, but mm-hmm. but my flex game. You know, if you out here and you see me, because sometimes I make it look like I'm homeless, looking with the beard and the hair, just because I don't care. But yeah. you, you see the flex game on on the houses and things that we have out here and this stuff. You know, we 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 stay in a wealth, we don't look at the rich part of it. We stay in a certain wealth, and and that's what I be trying to teach people to live in other places. I'm like, when I looked at California, I was 18 years old. I'm sitting at the bottom. I'm sitting at the bottom of Virginia out in Newport News with one of my buddies, and he's like, "Man, you got to go live in West Virginia because you can make your money everywhere else." travel and, you, and you're a hub because people got to come through there um now i'm in the city of charleston the, the capital charleston mm-hmm. and me talk about charleston and princeton them are two places that meet you in different diagonals no matter where you're coming from if you pay attention to certain diagonals you're gonna come to one of them two places and you might hit huntington west virginia you hit yep. that a lot but you're gonna hit them three cities and your travels going anywhere because you got to come through here to get to certain places Right. Right. So I always knew that there will be money here. So say like in, in your in your later years, like 10 years from now, you might settle somewhere like here, you know, get your thing started out here, or whatever, or or you're already established doing whatever you do, move mm-hmm. it out here, make some money here and still travel, but you got a home base that you can come back to that's cheap. So that's why I always tell everybody West Virginia is a spot yeah. to come to when you when you get everything settled the right way. Enjoy your life, explore it, and do everything you want to while early on. But when you hit that, that that middle age and it's time to focus things, you can get a great education out here or you can get a great ed- education close by in neighboring states, Virginia, North Carolina, and then right. bring bring your life here and then and make your money everywhere else. And I'm
1: so glad you said that, man. And I think that's one thing, like, I really try to teach, like, especially, like, my, my younger cousins and, like, my younger friends, like, the importance of, like, having that home base and, like, you know, things are cool, you know, like having those like tangible, like hey, I have a, you know, PlayStation 5 or I have a new watch, or whatever. Cool. Great. Awesome. Get your little toys. But like at the end of the day, have that home base that you can come to. Have have some land if you can get it, man. Try to get you own some property or whatever. So then or try to put money up so that you can have those things later in life. Yeah. I, I, home, that's home you know yeah sustainability
0: absolutely. and that's what i tell people like and that's why when people be like oh you're in west virginia and stuff but i'm like y'all be out here in miami y'all doing all this extra stuff and i'm sorry we mm-hmm. got on topic because we're talking about your podcast and different things but you know i, I tell people i was like you know i'm not an economical genius but i look at standard of living and i look looked at things like when i was coming up in virginia i'm from the center of virginia so i can go to richmond dc um but I never, nobody ever talks about going west or going to West Virginia or go, even going to Kentucky. They always talk about, oh, the next drop is, it goes like this Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, something in Delaware, maybe Atlantic City. But then when you go south, you're looking at Charlotte, Greensboro, High Point. we thinking about going to North Carolina, A&T. That's the first thing that got in our minds at 16 because because of Freak Nick and different things that, you know, the marching bands and all that stuff. So we whole shout out t Yeah. So, so look, so, you know, we get all these mentalities and we go to these things when we 17 and 18, not supposed to be there at 17, but we still get in and you get that atmosphere and you're like, this is where I want to be. But then when it comes 18 and I'm about to graduate, I'm like three months in the grad, about to graduate from high school. Mm -hmm. I I looked over and for me to live in Greensboro, I got to be there whenever the furniture district crap is not going on. As long as, yeah. as long as the furniture crafts out the way or somewhere like that where textile and stuff is really big, I got to be out the way because if I'm not doing that type of job, I ain't going to survive unless you got a technical trade from the jump. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned about North Carolina. North Carolina is one of them places where if you don't have some type of, unless you're affiliated or you don't have a technical trade, mm. you might as well, and, unless you can get in a chicken factory, outside of that, you're done. We got a whole factory too now.
1: You got, oh. home factory. you got options, boy. North Carolina, you could be whatever breakfast factory you want to be at.
0: So now oh. uh so so now get back on topic though, because I know we didn't we didn't dip off on all kinds of other stuff. Um oh, is, you got this pot you got this podcast rolling around and um you're you're um you you've gone hot and cold we're going to be a hundred percent honest hot and cold with your podcast and you about to bring it hot again um different affiliations and different people that you run with you know you have a credibility in in this independent business so um what's it like going hot and cold what was that cold like because we talk off record but it's a mental focus you you pod faded for a little while you you suffer you suffered from pod fade um and not saying this in a disrespectful way, but we talked about it off, off the record. You you podfaded because you didn't have structure to your mental focus on the podcasting part.
1: Yeah, man. So it it was kind of tough. So um, to, I guess put it on the on the podcast like it was it was tough at first because if you look at my page, it you can kind of see me figuring things out. Yeah, you know, at first I, it was a motivational uh speaking platform, and then from there, um. I did stand up back in the day a couple of times and I was trying to like bring that up in there. And then from there, I got more into podcasting. And from there, I had like all these spinoffs and different ideas and things going on. Great. And then took some self, collected myself, got myself together and was like, okay, this is uh, for sure what I want to do, what I want to lean into. to. And then from there, just like a lot of different life things happened. So I had to, you know, go home for a week and, you know, check on parents, check on the family and stuff like that. So, you know, I, yeah. You can't necessarily be podcasting, and you know, you have been home for the last eight right. months, right? so there's that. Um, came back, you know, I got all my energy, my bigger back. Let's get into it. Um, recently, I had uh, a good friend from ROTC, um, mental health awareness note, footstomp. He committed suicide, so I had to go to his funeral, um, at the end of May. So, recovered from that for like a week and a half, two weeks, and then I'm like, all right, man. That's tough, but now I've collected myself back into the podcast game. And then from there, it's like work and it's just like, oh man, it's all these different things. So all that to say there are going to be a lot of things that sort of serve as obstacles or almost deterrents to uh, what you want to do, what you think you're good at. But I I say all that to say this too. There's a lot of opposition when you're in a space where you know you're doing well at. Right. There's a lot of opposition when you're you're walking in something you know you're supposed to be doing, um, and there is no other resistance to you doing it other than you doing. It. Right. So that's that's one thing that was almost a good sign for me. While I was like, all these things keep happening. Like I, I'm like, damn man. Like when do I get to like just sit down and have like a, a smooth four or five days of just straight podcasting? And something was like, don't get frustrated. Take that as a sign of you're doing what you're supposed to do. Just be consistent, because now you're the only thing stopping. So it, it it took some time to, I guess, get that little bit of wisdom out of that, and to like understand the impact of what was going on. But now that I have that, I feel like I can um, get into a more consistent rhythm. Part of that too is also establishing pockets of content to to release at different times at in different increments. So right.
0: and see see, that's a podcasting thing and i I tell everybody that like i I was uh doing an interview earlier tonight i haven't done three interviews i did done three shows already um that's that's one thing i was saying you know like it's good to have a wealth of podcasts that you like episodes that you can dive back into and the one thing that i always try to get everybody and i and i am nobody to nobody but i am somebody to to anybody with this remark time management it's we got 15 minutes and then we got four hours on the weekend mm-hmm. and i say that to everybody it doesn't matter if you got as long as you got a you gotta have at least an eight hour day if you only have a six hour day and you sleep the rest of it then i can't help you there but that, that little bit of free time that's one thing that like that i always like to give to people because like you know i, I sit back and, and i'll be be honest with you my life is automation mm-hmm. these posts that come out there i got facebook business suite for free i've already mm-hmm. created i do take sometime on sunday and create the podcast the ad and yeah. stuff so i create them and i schedule these joints out for like some of them have been scheduled since april for now that just drop whenever Woo. and the reason i do that is because <laughs> i want to have free time i you know yeah. obviously obviously you know you have athletic things going on but i mean i have other ventures going on with the video games and all that extra stuff mm. so so i always want to keep free time for things but uh Tying into you, this is this is the the gem that will come from you from this episode. And there'll be some more gems, but this is your true um, gem. You took time and you took care of your mental. That is something. Yes. That is something that uh, in, inside your mantra, exploring the mind, strengthening the body, growing businesses, um, pr- producing uh, positivity, and, and a gener- generally vibing out. You got all these things inside your nutshell, and uh, you can find these things over at his Instagram. Can you plug it real quick?
1: Yeah, man. Follow me on Instagram at KenFluence. uh, That's K-E-N underscore F-L-U period E-N-C-E. Again, that's KenFluence, K-E-N underscore F-L-U dot E-N-C-E.
0: All right. So the point I'm getting to real quick, because we always like to do them shameless plugs because that works out for business. Um, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing is, is that you went and worked on your mental focus. You went and worked on your mental drive. You went to to tinker things that needed to be fixed. So that's one thing I mm-hmm. want to commend you on. But I want to ask you this. Um, was it easier when you finally justified taking time off? and taking care of yourself doing that self-care because me and you talked about an aspect that i'm going to let you say for another episode with somebody else that we discussed earlier Mm -hmm. um you have to lead two different lives and we won't go into different detail you know but leading those two different lives how do you how did you keep your mental focus because then you entered a third life because when you are a podcaster you are you are a entertainer at some point you are an activist at some point, you're an influencer at some point, you are you you are a poet to someone. You, yeah. Podcasting has a lot of um, holds on you that we don't talk about, and it's things that we just keep quiet. I don't keep them quiet. You just have to be in touch with me so I can discuss these things because I'll bring them out of you real right. quick. So, how do you keep focus in these three areas that you are doing?
1: So I boil it down like this, um, and. In my younger years, I had a lot of like inner like tug of wars going on to like trying to figure out like the best way to manage those types of things. So uh-huh. we we'll break it down. I'm a biologist. I'm a contract specialist. Um, I, somewhat of a comedian. Uh, I'm a podcaster. I'm in the Air Force slash Space Force and I'm all these other things to all these other people, right? But at the end of the day, it goes back to values right? So you can have all these priorities. And some days, some priorities are going to trump other ones. And that's just what it is. You know, some days, uh, podcasting is going to trump normal work. Some days, uh, you know, the nine to five is going to trump everything below. And, you know, it's a juggling match with that. But at the end of the day, your values will dictate your priorities and uh, what works best for you. So for me, my value is or my values are my mental health, my spirituality, my my faith in God. Um, and me being the best me that I can be so that I can help other people. I feel like it's tough to fill up other people's cups if yours isn't full itself, so, you know. So, true, so knowing so true. how to like tap into that well of myself and like fill that up so I can be like, okay, great. Now that I'm full, cool, now that my battery's charged. Now that my, you know, iPhone battery isn't yellow or red, I can give you some battery. I, I can give you some time. I can give you some some patience or some advice, or I can have something to offer worth hearing on a podcast versus just being on here jibber-jabbering because I haven't slept and I'm, I'm on robot mode. And I'm just like, yeah, man, you should, uh, I don't know, wash your face in the morning. Okay, can't blow us out. know trying to get real advice out yeah
0: you should never do that voice again bro don't ever do that voice i I, I practice
1: them i practice them you know like
0: (laughs) you gotta see what works sometimes (laughs) right 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 i'll give you that now um you're a little bit younger than me but um what i do with this show is i I, um have what we call journalistic integrity and everything i do Mm -hmm. um I sat back in when I was a kid, my grandma, on Friday nights when I wasn't roller skating or something like that. Because that's 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 the thing that's from my area, that that, that mid-Atlantic coast, skating that's was cool. a thing. And then we'll go that's into cool. that. We'll have to do a whole another episode about that one day and talk about the, the whole mid-Atlantic thing. Because you're from the mid-Atlantic, so it's a whole different struggle. Um, but anyway, I used to watch a show called 2020, right? It had mm-hmm. a lady, lady on it, Diane Sawyer. John Stossel and it had Barbara Walters on there. And they ask mm-hmm. the hard-hitting questions. Except for John Stossel, he did a little funny thing about whatever he did. I ain't even watch this shit. For real. I I, I talk about it in the podcast and be like, "Yo, I watch it." But his segment come on. I'm a very serious person. I don't have jokes. I have delivery that's funny to people, but I'm really serious about what I'm talking about. Like if I mm-hmm. tell you that your frog legs are garbage, you think it's a joke? I'm dead ass. Um, you ask me, I'm gonna laugh. yeah, somebody's going <laughs> to laugh when I say it cuz they're going to be like, "Man, you you, you said that in why would you just say that about the frog legs when the potato salad was on empty? I, I, nah, them frog legs was garbage in the way I'm gonna deliver it, she's gonna laugh. So anyway, here's here goes your hard hitting questions, okay? What was the first mistake that you made as a podcaster?
1: The first mistake I made as a podcaster had to have been when I first got like kind of hot out in these streets with the hard K. Um, I think it's easy to pandered to audiences. And I want to say that louder in the mic for other podcasts, for other people with new businesses who are starting to get traction, to people who are starting to pop at work, whatever it is, pandering to audiences is not what makes you you. And getting into spaces where it's like, uh, I'm I'm trying to give um, the, the commercial base something that they want no, you are the artist. You are the person at the steering wheel. You take the car where you want to take it. If you want to come along for the ride, come along. If not, keep
0: keep that yeah. authenticity.
1: Yeah, keep the authenticity. And it's not saying that I was never not authentic, but we've all been on Instagram
0: live. You know how to Yeah, everybody they be out there being running. hype. People be out there yeah. doing the, the extraness. You know, and doing the know. most, doing the most, yes.
1: Doing the most. And there's certain language people can use sometimes too that can be a little um what are the kids saying now? Um gaslighting. Gaslight. It, it, it's just jargon you can use and all these words you can use that mean nothing. And people are just like, yes, and they will agree, not off of the premise of what you said, not of the content that you said, but just off of the fact that you can incorporate some glossary term that essentially means nothing. So right. to me, knowing to push those buttons or push those buttons a little early on were probably some of my earlier mistakes.
0: Yeah, and, and I'll say that in, in me, what happened to me was my misappropriation of all cultures.
1: Because mm. I learned
0: I learned something as me being titled, because of this whole podcastogram uh, championship, I didn't know that we were we were uh, subjected to suburban and urban podcasts. And the Go way ahead. listen, but listen, let me explain this to see. And this is something that me and Dijon, I mean, I call him Dijon D- D- watch. <laughs> <laughs> the watch. Yeah, Dijon mustard. All right. So, so hey, this is what, what we. we was,
1: Ooh. <laughs> that, that
0: yeah, superstar. Mm. Um. So so this is what happened. I had a white person tell me this and a black person tell me this. Um, and I listened to both both people because I, I thought that it was racist. I thought that you're seeing the Urban Podcast or, or um, anything. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a balsamic fig chicken. Uh, Seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get... $80 $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. Thing of melon, and you're saying that uh. suburban is white or the light brights that are damn near white. So I, I had that connotation and I was incorrect. So this is what I learned. Um, the suburban podcast uh, is a more mellowed out podcast, it's just a little different. The urban podcast doesn't have to do anything with race at all, it's the hypeness inside the podcast. A suburban podcast has a, a meteor meteoric mm-hmm. rise with how they advertise. When you have an urban podcast, and it doesn't matter if you're black or white, you're out here, you're doing lives, you're doing all this extra stuff mm-hmm. inside a bubble that gives you a certain niche. Like me, for instance, I don't do lives. I pop up and I'll say something. I might gorgeously say something. Man, everything I do is pre-cut. I done shot the video three weeks ago, and I just decided to drop it right here and there. Yeah, yeah. So, um... It was almost so to a degree of like a, a structure base, and I mm-hmm. was like, I was like, dang. To my white person, I was like, on the low, that sounds good, and I'm gonna almost believe it. But then again, I'm gonna say it's racist. Then I had somebody in our community, and which is everybody's community, I'm not gonna be racist, but inside our community, the African American community, um, mm-hmm. come to me, and it was like, your podcast is a suburban podcast because you reach everybody, you keep everything clear, you don't put a direction on race. And that's what we need sometimes. We need strong ethnic podcasts, which we have in any ethnicity. or, yeah. And then we need that podcast that's the middle ground. That's the bridge sometimes. So inside this whole deal that Podcastagram did, he bridged this gap. And obviously we've seen how the fallout came from that. And that's not something I want to discuss. So definitely a huge shout out to Pat. Anybody that was involved in that, and especially Irish Survival Podcast. That's one 13-year-old girl went crazy. She got, she oh. got a good show. You'll have to check her out. But anyway. Uh, For sure. The the one thing I want to add to that,
1: though, is I I, I don't know what happened. I I don't. I really don't. But I I do want to say that I did enjoy seeing just the level of support that everybody has for each other. And I I wanted to see it play out. And not in, like, a, you know, like, really competitive way or, like, you know, this person, that person. Like, I had a lot of, like, friends or, like, you know, people that I rock with. Like, you know, it was this person versus that person. And I had just did. feature on each show like I think days apart I'm like oh no man it sucks but like at the same time like it was still exciting and it was something cool and it's just like man it sucks that you know sometimes when we uh have events like that you know uh, things can go left sometimes which is unfortunate and again I don't know what the full situation was or you know I haven't heard much about it but I'm hoping that whatever whatever uh Happen is you know reconciled or, or you know that that bridge is gapped and at some point we're able to do something like that again because you know it's like a field day for podcasts you know how often you get to see something like that right cool. and,
0: and I was amazed because even I got knocked out in the first round by a podcast that I just thought was just some random whatever but his this dude's podcast was flame. But yeah. my, but my audience just wasn't tailored to that. They didn't know because I didn't do no big announcements. Because like I said, everything's automated with me, right. so, so I'm getting right. my numbers regardless. So I'm you know I'm not saying that in a bragging way, but I'm in the background. I'm like this is cool, and that's how I met the and stuff like that. Because he was doing this little color commentary type professional wrestling. You know this podcast. Right. He took forty eight hours and listened to every single podcast. So it is. Without meth, without meth, that's one thing I do want to put out there. So he just did it all pure adrenaline. No You're crack, cocaine as well. You know, you got to go through them. No amphetamines. Yeah, and, and and he he did make a comment when we were talking about you and him. Y'all are y'all are uh, night owls and all day owls. Y'all just stay up. Um, don't know how you do it, you know, cause after we done, I, I'm probably going to sleep. I mean, I ain't going to jump on the Xbox or the Nintendo switch and, and tear somebody wow. up, but outside of that, you know, whatever, but inside this, uh, whole, uh, deal that podcast program set up, shout out Pat one more time. Um, it was kind of crazy because all these different podcasts I hadn't heard and ones that I wasn't affiliated with. Cause me and you were affiliated prior to this. Yeah. Yeah. And your people, and I'm saying your people and no disrespect your people, i learn about them. Your grown man logic, Mm -hmm. um, Del P, Uncle uh, Dolomite. Sorry about that. No disrespect. I'm learning about these different podcasts, and I have to say this like, you know, grown man went up against uh, too much game podcast, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: I'm a grown man logic person because I got into that. And then, too much game, as I've been going on, I've been listening to like this dude is like the dog of podcasts, he's smooth about it, he's smooth about it, and then bam,
1: it's hard. It's hard. Who do you vote for? Because then I was like, I got into the predicament of like, okay, if I listen to each person's like last podcast, is that how I rate it? Or is it like your whole body of work? Because I was like, you go on last podcast, that gets dicey, real dicey. Yeah, because some people got flame and some don't. Right. And then it's like, well, if we go with body of work, some people killing it, but they got like 10 shows, they got 15 shows, and other people, they got hundreds. And it's like, dang. So it's like, what do you, you base it off? right
0: because like i'll give you an example i put out i don't know some weeks i put out three episodes but that's because i got Mm -hmm. the content but out of them three episodes only one of them is gold the rest of it's for my fan base because i got certain series inside my shit that they listen to and that's a continuation of what i was doing so if you're not a everyday listener a part of the legion then you don't know you know so so i feel you on that because like sometimes i have gems like these podcast collides are really my gems my other mm-hmm. show, I love it to death, but that's my Larry King. That's my bread and butter. That's what pays the bills. So that's <laughs> well, gonna have a certain structure to it, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so someone that looks at me from the outside, they're gonna be like, "Man, I like that shit he does on Saturday, but that shit he do mm-hmm. on Thursday or Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm gonna have to pass on that." And I'm like, "That's cool." Right. Keep it on Saturday. Give me the numbers there. You know, whatever. Wait, so, it might not be your cup of tea, but I got a cup of tea for everybody and a cup of tea for every day of the week, man. That's a pick your poison. Right. So now let me ask you this. Uh, on the second go-round now, um, you're out here. You're trying to hit it big. You got the episodes. You got the mentality. You got everything going. Um, what are you going to do this time that's going to be different that's not going to let you fail? And I ain't going to say you failed because remember, i will say you did fail because when you fail, it, it's like this. And this is an expression I'm going to give you. Failure is a lesson. Failure has no negativity to it. It's a, it's a, it's a, a bridge that you gotta walk on and you can't fall off. Mm. You can go off on the side and hang on, and that's the failure because it's a condition. Failure is not something that stays with you long. So now that you picked it back up, what are you gonna do not to pod fade this time? What's the number one thing that you're gonna do inside of the structure, of your episodes?
1: Yeah. So I think so. For me, I wouldn't call. Last run of failure, it was more so figuring out where the dart stuck the most. You All know? right, well, then let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me
0: get you, let me get you real quick. Well, then we'll say a failure to launch. Since you don't like the word failure, I'm gonna make it even failure better. That sounds like it's a, a problem, you know what I'm saying? It's like
1: it's not like a it sounds like a, a down south problem. <laughs> you, know, you got to call it something else. It sounds like
0: it sounds like ED or something. You got something. <laughs> All right, so so then I'll, I'll characteristic yes. another time and see what I like about you kid is that you that we are playing with words right now and you know that there's no <laughs> ill intent in what I'm saying. All right, so let's just say I'll um, say you didn't get to top of space mountain.
1: That that sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> space mountain. She was like, nah, you're not getting on this mountain today. Ain't no Thunder Mountain, ain't no space mountain. All right, so so let me try.
0: Let me let me try one more time. Um instead of being on a cruise ship, you was in the paddle boat.
1: I don't. <laughs> you know what? You know, we was in the regular lane, where we could have been in the whole lane, is what we're gonna <laughs> I don't All know right. if that's much
0: different. All right, so let's just say this. Uh it's um The New Orleans Hornets versus the Charlotte Hornets. You you was the New Orleans Hornets.
1: Okay, I I can rock with that. We we definitely not the Bobcats. Yeah, not the Bobcats.
0: We're not going to talk about them.
1: But so so this this goes back to what I was talking about before, right? When it comes to your values matching your priorities and making sure that all that's in alignment. So for me, what got – and there's also a term I want to throw out there too – synchronicity synchronicity okay. and synchronicity is when certain things in your life just sync up they just align and it's just like wow thanks god like i didn't even i, I wasn't even trying to do that but like now things in my life just whoop, like all the planets align and i think right when i started going cold with this podcast i had made a comment um in an air force forum um okay. it, was, it was a stand down day it was after like the asian hate um okay you know campaign was going on we had a day where the air force said everybody shut down business let's just right so everybody got on zoom we talked and i had a very candid conversation about my experience of being you know a young black man in america how i see things and how i think things could progress long story short um i got blessed with an opportunity to do an air force podcast and that's you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, that means you, you there.
0: That means you there.
1: Bro, so the fact that that's about to be regular work, that's thats going to be crazy. So um I'm switching to doing that more full time. So getting those, like, wickets and all those kinds of things, um, the, the groundwork set and all that kind of stuff has been, like, the last, like, month and a half. And starting, I think, like, mid to late July and so on, I'll be... Hosting that along with Cgo TED Talks, uh, oh, Cgo sure. being uh, Company Grade Offices. Hi, I'm Jay Christian, host of the Cognac Room. The Cognac Room is a weekly, uninhibited, drink-infused podcast about adulting and male and female interactions. We discuss everything from money, sex, breakups—you name it—we're getting into it. I have two lovely co-hosts who join me over a nice glass of cognac, and we have a ball. We laugh and we talk trash. So, pull up a chair, pour up a glass, and let's discuss. You can find us on all streaming platforms. Right. Or so like uh, captains first so i'll be a captain at the time leading that effort so between that and the podcast that's all i'm doing is what i'm trying to say that's all my life is podcasting my life is okay, Ari, so
0: so so basically the so basically all them things i said about whatever you yes come, you, come <laughs> back, you, come, you come back like like you kind of like one of them transformers that got beat up by megatron and then you just come back like optimus prime style even better than that,
1: man, I had just used this analogy last night. Um, I got a Goku cl- complex, man. Oh, okay. You beat my ass. But you give me three minutes. You give me three minutes in a commercial, I'm on your ass. Okay, so it's like. Three minutes commercial.
0: So you got the Broly beat down, and then you came back. You coming back for that?
1: Yeah, No fusion. No fusion. I don't need
0: it. Okay. okay. I need on Broly? On Broly. Okay. Hey, okay. I got you. Okay. Okay. Now, um, so you told us about your future endeavors without me even asking. You said that worked out there. So what is something that you would tell a fledgling podcaster, somebody that wants to get started? What would be the sound advice that you would give them? Now, before you say this, I'm going to mm. tell you, this is the advice that I give people every day. Cause I get an email. Everybody's like, man, my podcast ain't building the audience. So I tell them the first thing, build an intimacy, build a certain trust. It's not romance. Let them be mm-hmm. part of your life. You do that personal episode. You do them. like I got the love series. So I talk about what happened, the loss that I had and different things like that. I do that so that people know that I'm human. So everything ain't all Q and a and just robot. So what mm-hmm. advice do you give to a fledgling podcast or somebody that wants to come up and do what you are doing right now with the fitness and everything. They want to keep that whole mindset. They want to have, cause this is what you got going. Mm-hmm. You got branding going on with all your fitness. You're leading a healthy life. Mm-hmm. You're, you're giving it out there on Instagram. So what would be the advice that you would give a fledgling podcaster, somebody that wants to get started?
1: I, I think it's easy, man. I, I think you need to treat it like you are I uh, I don't know, second or third grader, and you don't know what sport you want to play. And, you know, when your mom is like, oh, I'm going to put you in Taekwondo, I'm going to put you in basketball, I'm going you in soccer. Try it all, man. Try a bunch of different styles. Uh, try Instagram Live. Try um, solo podcasting, try interviewing people, try getting interviewed. Uh, I've been on more uh different podcasts than T-Pain was on songs in 2008. So yeah. my future game is strong, <laughs> yeah. But you know, getting my own content, um, is you know, I'm, I'm doing that, but just go out there and just do stuff and don't care so much about like the editing I- i'm trying to get over that i'm such a perfectionist um to almost to a fault sometimes so get over the perfectionism everything's not going to sound perfect you're not going to look your best every episode your hair's fucked up um you- you're going to have something in the background that you don't care for in the back um you you're, you're going to sound stupid sometimes you may stammer it doesn't matter just post stuff and try to be consistent uh, from Inconsistent can Try to be oh, consistent, okay. And, um, do whatever. And it, it, in that journey, you'll figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And I think that's one of the hardest things to get to really in life. You, you know, we're talking about podcasting, but life is very similar, you know? Um, you, you can go through a lot of life and not knowing what fits you the best. Um, and, and you just gotta try a lot of styles to see what, is you know, uh, unforgivably just you, okay? Yourself down. Use that,
0: okay? I can go with that now. Um, I give everybody a testament when we do these things, and it's real simple. Um, mm. you're out here, you're preaching um, physical fitness, you got a mantra that sits inside of your a bio on your page that I read through a little bit. You can read that back to them in a little bit so they can hear it on your voice instead of mine. Um, mm. but this is the thing here. You're influencing people. Um, people are seeing your life. Uh, people don't pay attention to this, but your podcast, if you do it a certain way, like the way I do it, I lead a private life. Nobody knows what goes on outside of what I show them. Um, mm-hmm. with what you do, you're really raw. You're out there. People can see what you're doing. You're talking about your struggle in different places in life from the mental aspects to everything else. So you're talking about your physical gains, your physical, whatever. Um, you're, you're doing that. That's positivity that the world needs. Uh, the world needs more people like you for the simple fact that there's a difference in fabricated uh, social media and mm. real social media. And you're part of that real social media uh, deal. People can see the raw so, you. And like I said, I'm not fabricating anything. It's just I I lead a certain type of life because of the type of work I do. I got to kind of be, you know, not discreet, but I lead a certain yeah. life. And with you, you're able to expose people to everything, the rawness, the the sincerity you're able to let people see your success and your failures and you're humble about it because you dropped the ball one time and you picked it back up and now you're coming full force with it and you going to take over things. You got the personality, you got the mentality for that. That is something that you can't buy. It's not something you can teach. It's something you're just born with and not everybody's got that. And I don't call it a leadership skill or anything like that. I don't, don't sell it to nobody because anybody can be a leader, mm-hmm. but, sure. but for someone to actually, have a positive message, keep that positive message, still have fun out here in this atmosphere, which is podcasting and in social media. Um, and to be out here and not to have parasocial media relationships, the people you deal with, you're genuine with them. I, yeah. I so much, and I don't, I'm going to have to do an episode with everybody one day on this. Too many people in this business want to have parasocial media relationships. They want to come in the bag and be like, yo, let me get this. Let me get that. And I don't care if somebody comes and they want advice. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that want to get into the vibe, get into the, to the way that we handle things and how we do our shows and take from you and, and not give credit back or take from your influence, take from your style. And I want to thank you for not having that about you. You go on everywhere and you do the same thing on every show you want. You, you're you straightforward. You're genuine. So take that to heart and, and wrap that up in, in a um, package. So, you know, when you have young ones, you can pass that along to them because it's not going to be too many people like you, you know, come, come, come year two or three generations. And uh the next thing that you got to do, and, and this is something I say that you have to do. Nobody else can do this. You have to keep that message going. If you have to take time off, take time off your human. That's what you did. And everybody respects that in the community. Even though ain't nobody going to big up you and say that, caring about your mental health, caring about your structure and not your status goes way longer than me, than you having 40 million likes and everybody wanting to, oh, let me get that influence in my life. You know? Yeah. 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 So, so being strong I'm, and being bold, yeah. Go ahead. I think about my family a lot, man.
1: Um, And I always go back to, like, how I was raised. I wasn't raised to really be a fake person or to, you know, come to somebody in genuine, you know, uh, I grew up with a lot of, surrounded by like a lot of older uncles. I, I talk about them all the time. You know, they're all 82nd <laughs> dudes, army dudes, rough and rough and all that kind of stuff. And I grew up with, you know, of course, my mom, my sister, but also very tight with all my grandparents. I had uh, nine living grandparents at one time. So, bro, yeah, I'm, I'm kicking it with great grandparents for, for a long time. So a lot of things I learned, um, I learned young, and I learned that you treat people how you want to be treated, and and it's such an easy thing to say, but like to really unpack that, you got to learn how you want to be treated first. So until you learn that and how to treat yourself and how to care for yourself, we, we talk about self-care. We talk about you know taking days off, mental health, yeah, yeah. But no, seriously. I mean, without all the you know dippy whatever, you got to get to the root sometimes and be like, you know, what makes me tick? What what makes me good? If I'm in an off mood or I'm off balance, what gets me back on kilter? Um, And how do you how do you get to a place where you're a servant to the world? How are you in a place that you can keep getting to? okay, I'm good, now I can give. Because that's always where I'm trying to come from. I'm always trying to get to a place where like, I'm good so that I can help you. I'm trying to get good so that I can help my sister, I can help my mom, I can help the rest of my family or whatever. And it, it's cool to be like, yeah, grind culture, let's stay up all night, let's, let's work double shifts. If my boss says, you know, if, I, if my colonel calls me at 10 o'clock and like, hey, Ken, I need you to do whatever, Yes, yeah, sir. Let's get to it, and then podcast after. We can do that all day, every day. But for for how long? You know, until right. you're no good at all. You don't want to wipe yourself like that, or be so in such a deficit you that you can't claw yourself out of it, or you're indirectly hurting other people, or you know, you're distant from somebody who might need you. Maybe you're coming off as cold or mean. You don't know how that could affect somebody else, or maybe you know, months, years where I say, like, you don't know, so I try to be cognizant of those things, bro. And just trying to, you know, leave, leave a lasting positive impact on the world. I don't know what my impression will be when, I, when I'm when i out of here, but I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely think that your life here on earth, you're auditioning and you're conditioning yourself to be a greater steward of something. Okay. I know it is. You know, I, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus. And you know, that's my thing. If you don't, you know, that's you know, that's cool with me. But I think that when when we're gone, I don't know exactly what's after, but I, I do think we're living in some type of training ground. And once you once you're done with this life, how good were you at taking care of things? Yourself, your family, um you know, your faith, and all these other things, your your spirit. And now that you've done those things on earth, how do you like radiate that on a Brander scale later, so I just try to
0: keep that in mind too. Like, what's my impact? All right, and let me tell you, we talked earlier about a gem that you would drop. You just dropped your gem right there, all that right there. That was your gem in the episode. Hey, yeah, it, it, and I always, and I tell everybody that because I got to offer the gems. Not, I ain't no thief or nothing. I'm just saying I got to offer the gems. <laughs> but anyway, um, all that that's can com- everything you said, man. That was compelling. That was to the point, and, and that's what I appreciate. So now. We're getting to the point where it's almost the end of our show, so here's like the the series thing that you got to do real quick. You got to head another shameless plug and tell where, where people can meet you on social media everywhere. So please let yeah. them know where they can meet you at.
1: Hey man, again, Instagram. Instagram's the easiest way to find me. I'm easy to find. I'm on Kenfluence. If you can't uh, remember all the the dots and the dashes and the whatever look up kinfluence i am the kinfluence with the most uh subscribers or followers that that's me um but again <laughs> on instagram it's ken underscore E N C. again that is ken underscore flu.enc you can find me um on spotify uh under kinfluence or anywhere that um podcasts were distributed were distributed before Joe Rogan went to Spotify. Um I'm on Autumn Places. Um, you can also email me at kenfluencechannel@gmail.com at gmail.com and you know we can set up something that way too if you want to get on the podcast and you have questions or um you just want to reach whatever um business reasons. So again man, that's me.
0: All right, and also for uh, just clarification here, um, anyone that is on podcast collage does provide me with the show notes so I don't have to deal with them. So Ken will be providing me with all his links in the little description of his yes. podcast. And that, that's a, the other way. That's the awesome thing about this uh, whole collaboration thing. And that's one thing I want to get into real quick. We do these collaborations not to boost numbers because frankly, I don't brag or nothing because I said success is silent. We don't do that, you know, you don't necessarily need the hype. You got the following. I don't necessarily yeah. need the hype. We do these collaborations because um, I do them for the simple fact that at some point I see potential in people, and sometimes I throw out that little bone, and you bit, grab that bone, and you even had a co-sign from your manager, which is uh, Kendra from Coffee with Kendra. She manages uh, quite a few podcasters in the business. Um, she is taking fees now, you know, and it's not nominal. Okay, i
1: percent off top, man. I'm letting y'all know right now. Kendra gets paid ten percent off of every podcast I do, so <laughs> it's, it's real, man. Uh, I want y'all to let all the other podcasters know that there's help out there. We out here get bullied and swindled, but she she doing the things
0: right. So so now no doubt with her. If you do have her as your manager and you do want to come on these shows, definitely because she gave you awesome calls, son I was gonna do the show with you regardless. I had just threw that little thing out there because I was like, man. I got some open slots. I got some shows I really don't like right now. And I'm going to push them shit all the way out till, till whenever. And yeah, I did say that. This is this thing to be edited or nothing. It's some shows that I'm done with some people and they don't respond to me. That's um, mm-hmm. one thing that I want to do real quick. And I'm going to take two seconds with this. These are the things that I, that I tell people to watch when you get out here podcasting and you're looking for guests. And this is just a podcast talk moment inside of your uh, podcast squad. When you're out here and you are entertaining guests uh, to be on your podcast, you do have to give them a structure. You need to let them know uh, the expectations on how you want them to promote your episode. If they do not have a social media presence, that's the first thing you look at when you find a guest for your show. If someone is on empty on their um, social media, and I'm talking I'm not talking about followers, I'm talking about posts. I don't care about followers because you're going to gravitate to whatever you gravitate to. And it could take one episode that changed your mind and then you bring the whole flock with you. But if this person is on Instagram and they only have 10 posts, I'm going to talk to them about those 10 posts before I even extend an offer to them. And come on too,
1: when you say 10 posts, and when you say posts, I also want to say of original curated content. Because right. a lot of people have a lot of content out there. It's like, it, it's a reshare, it's repost, it's not them. It's like, posts are cool. And you know, having constant eyes on you great but make sure that it's like your own like genuine content and i know sometimes we, we all fall guilty of it just throwing a little bit of filler out there just because you know being quiet but on my page i make sure that i really really put in a good effort to be like if you click on anything you're gonna enjoy it you know if it's a short one minute video that i edited together and it's like kind of more like a comedy skit or whatever you're gonna enjoy that if it's a fitness workout or something you're gonna enjoy that or if it's like maybe post workout or pre-workout and it's like, oh, man, it sucked or I don't want to do this, but like influence motivation. You're going to enjoy that. So make sure that like whatever you put out there, it's not just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to reshare the, the thing that everybody's sharing because, you know, you can see that anyway.
0: Right. And, and I agree with that. And my thing too is like, man, this meme stuff, like if you got memes on there and you're a guest, like be, be careful with that. I got to see yeah. the whole process on you. And then another thing, when it comes to the reciprocity, when it comes to advertising these things, when you have guests on your show, and I'm saying this to everybody, and this is what I like, – I, like, I got a team. We actually look at this stuff. It's yeah. certain people that that I will work with that I know that I'm going to have to advertise for a little bit harder. But it's certain people that got certain clout that I watch how they advertise the other person that they collaborate with on guests, and this is me talking to personal podcasters out here. I see how they hype the show up and how they don't hype it up. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, man, they ain't coming on podcasts a lot until I see something different in the world. So that's one thing to watch out for. Your guests have to give you a certain level of advertisement um, when it comes to this, because you're helping them and they need to help you at the same time. So when you do have a guest on your show, and I'm talking to you personally right now, Ken, you look at that social media, you look at them posts and keep that same energy. If you're on, oh man, I hate this. So if you're on somebody's
1: show, right? And you're like, oh, I'm going to share all your stuff before and I'm going to share, you know, the show that I'm on. I might uh, share like maybe one show afterwards. Nah, man. Y'all are podcast bonded now. Y'all are so bonded by the podcast. You better be sharing everything because you never know when you will be back on that show again or whatever. But like, I don't know. Like, I think it's just good faith at that point. You right. Know? That's that reciprocity
0: like, I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Keep that up. Don't don't just be like, oh, well, yeah. now that I got my little two minutes or whatever on here, that's it. Like, just, just keep it up, and especially if you're not doing anything on Instagram anyway, except for just scrolling, it ain't going to take you for two seconds, you know, hit that little, what is it, paper airplane, whatever the hell it is, supposed to be, and hit that real quick, share it, and you know, if people like it, follow it, whatever, cool, but the big thing is awareness, make sure that that kind of content is circulating um, right. for that other person.
0: And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And one thing that I do for people and one thing that I don't do, I will put your post up all day, but I am not tagging you in nothing. Because if I'm taking my time to follow you and, and watch what you're doing, <laughs> I, I'm going to throw your shit up there and you ain't yeah. getting no tag. On my busiest day, someone posted something for the first Dang. time ever for me, right? They, uh, they posted something for me and I didn't watch it.
1: And yeah.
0: I I knew from that instance, they, they messaged me. They was like, you must have had a busy day. And I'm like, you know, I deal with 70 to 80 podcasts in a day, different podcasts, not yeah. even the same one. So yeah, it's hard for me to scroll, but yes, I will do you a favor. If you got some kind of flame out there, yes, I'm pulling it up and I'm hitting that button. I'm putting it on my story, but I'm not tagging. you Cause I need oh, it. it. It ain't petty, oh. but, but but listen to the logic. If I'm watching your stuff, I need to make sure you still watching my stuff. And the same thing you true. said, the same energy. So, so that's one thing I do there. I, I have stopped the whole tag game. I'm done with that. And then another thing inside this thing is we big up everybody. Um, mm-hmm. open criticism and all the cool stuff is always fine. Always do that in a closed forum. Um, I've listened to podcasts that have audio issues. I'm the type of person, and I tell everybody this this is how you know you got a great podcast. Okay. You go into your bathroom wherever you live, you have a shower speaker in there, but you can go get at five below anywhere. Mm-hmm. Five belows everywhere, there's five below down the road from you. You put that shower speaker on and you turn your your cell phone on to that speaker. You got the water running. You got a lot of different things. You listen to your podcast there. Everybody's got a car. Even if you got the AUX, even if you ain't got a car, you got a homie that's got a car. You take the AUX cord, plug it into the old school phone or whatever you got. Or you you run the Bluetooth from the car. You listen to the audio from the Bluetooth audio to the USB connection to the car to hear that sound everybody's got that five dollar speaker that i'm always talking about that little sony joint that went on sale at walmart it's only five dollars 32 cents you gotta be out here listening to your sound you put the wireless headphones on you put the headphones on with the cord i'm not saying do all this every single podcast but if you put out seven podcasts you by that time you should definitely have listened to your sound on different things
1: brother you dropping treasure chest out in this mug pirates all day
0: right but for real i mean
1: i, I didn't really think about that but like they're there's so many different ways, to like spot check your quality. Yeah, I, I think who is it? Uh M, Dr. Dre. I think Drake too. All have like shitty cars out in the front yard. Uh, Kanye too, I think they all had shitty cars where they would like take whatever they just made. But all right, sounds great in the studio, and then they plug it up into like the shitty like cord or whatever.
0: Like, yeah, that 98 hey, Accord. Like, oh, is this bump
1: in the Accord. Okay, yeah. So it must be a good song. Versus, I hear every little detail that I made in that studio so i like that man especially with the shower running to really
0: like right because because it, it. even though nobody really has a speaker in real life you can go buy it for five dollars or eight dollars and when everybody had the stimulus money i was telling people go get speakers because you really need to listen <laughs> to your tail <town."> you know <laughs> and, a loan for uh a, a PPP loan for a speaker I got you. Right. So so that's one thing I say. And and even listening to that sound, that's not even editing your sound. That's just listening to hear the quality. If you know that, yeah. that could be the difference in turning the mic up, turning the mic down, moving in front of the mic. That gives you uh, your EQ without actually doing anything to the episode. That's a cheap hack to know that you're doing right. True, true, true. And then come, you know,
1: December 23rd, 24th, putting it back in the same box and putting it in somebody's stock for Christmas.
0: Right. You know? re-gift it just right keep it and, and and that's a smooth thing and i appreciate that you there so once again i want to thank you ken for coming on west virginia and commonplace i'm gonna cut this thing here we're gonna have to do some more episodes i might have to, to start a second podcast and just throw you on it every two weeks or so or something i might have to get something going because man we got to get flow going um for sure. for and sure. whenever and whenever um i have time and edit and like i always tell everybody i don't treat myself like i'm illustrious or not like that but the next time I jump out there on a live, I'm about to come out on an evening time like this. Because what time is it in California right now?
1: Oh, man, it's uh 9.37 right now. All
0: bro. right, we'll see. It's 12.37 here. You know the difference <laughs> in times. I, so, you know, I'm at halfway past my sleep time. I, I'm an old man. So I do sleep between 12 and 6 a.m. or 5 uh, a.m. 12, 12. 12 to 5 a.m. I do sleep in between there. So I want to thank you once again for coming on. Um And, man, this has been good. So you got any shout outs real quick? Hey man, shout out to you. Uh, let's start off with that, man. Thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate
1: that. Um that, I mean, <laughs> I've been on your stuff for a long time. I've been liking and enjoying a lot of your content, man. And you're just a real dude, bro. So I, I really appreciate you having me on. And I appreciate the breadth and variety of folks that you do have on here. And I, I think like you're you're one of the few people that dig so deep into the arsenal of folks that you have on you know like everybody is very eclectic on here so i enjoy that when i listen to podcasts i listen to podcasts literally about all day um so especially with these long meetings that we have like background. <laughs> so yours is one of my favorites to listen to so shout out to you shout out to grown man logic yes folks, uh, carla kendra Juan, and eric shout out to y'all shout out to del p bet the house uh, Uncle Dolomite, shout out to you. Rosie, Rosie Perspective. Um, let me see. Ladies Larry, shout out to y'all. Cool, man. Y'all know the list. Y'all, y'all know the list. Shout out to everybody um, in my DMs. Uh, shout out to all my camp <laughs> folk out there uh, rocking with me and who's been steadily rocking with me uh, during the high and cold periods and uh, continually asking for content. So thank you, everybody. And I appreciate y'all.
0: And and on the last note, I'm gonna say this. Um, there's actually a rivalry between our actual home states. You know, I'm from UVA all day. And you from you from East Carolina, but really that's ah. like a UNC NC state thing. So it, it this was really this was really a hard episode because you know, I'm you know, Virginia, North Carolina, we really don't we're not supposed to really get down like that.
1: Bro, I'm gonna be honest, I was this close to wearing the ECU sweatshirt up here. And I if you was get, like, I don't smoke. Not, not on the first thing, man. Maybe, right. maybe you know, later down the road, second, third one, maybe I could come with the aggression. I was like, that's the violence, and it's late, too. I'm already glad. Let
0: me let me tell you this little tidbit real fast before we jump off. Out of 119 schools, I've been to 80 of them to see some mm-hmm. type of sport. So I got a shirt from everywhere, literally on lockstash. So right. I could, So if you pull out to East Carolina... I, I got your rival somewhere. Uh, East Carolina. Who is it? Who will be a rival? I think Elon. I don't know. Who's the rival? It's a date for us, man. All right. So, yeah, I definitely got Wolfpack stuff. I got a little little um flag in the back for, for them. So, all day long. So, you know, I, I got something there. But uh, either way, it's been great to have you on the show. So, once again, everybody, West Virginia Commonplace signing off.